Once again, 65 degrees, sunny in Kalamazoo at WKZO and a good Saturday morning and welcome to Over the Garden Fence brought to you by Waddell's Nursery Floral Garden Center right there at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. Of course, if you do have comments or questions, 382-4280-1877, 382-4280, or you could text that comment or question to 80373. And, of course, joining us in the studio is your host, Andy Waddell. Good morning, kid. Good morning. Beautiful morning. Oh, indeed. Yeah. I can't wait to get out and seize the day. I've seen from bikers to gardeners to uh, uh, farmers out this morning, uh, yeah, nice that, and early. Well, uh, I guess the humidity level is still kind of low, so man, yeah. it is nice outside. Yeah, so good day to get something done. That's right. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, to get something done, uh, maybe we need a little extra oomph, and that's where the timely <laughs> tips come in. A little extra oomph. <laughs> that's nice, Tim. So, do we need to do uh, get our rakes and shovels and do a little yeah, exercise yeah, with yeah. them? Yeah. So uh, yeah. everybody's. Stand up. Yeah, do that warm up. First. Okay. Grab your coffee. Yep. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, <laughs> well, we need to get everybody woke up for this sure. gardening experience this morning. So, welcome. And uh, if uh, you'd like to give us a call, maybe a comment, maybe there is a problem or a uh, maybe a great harvest that is in your garden, mm. give, give us a buzz mm. or a text, like Tim said, 382 4280, or if you're radio shy, uh, you can text that to 80373. So like Tim said, what a beautiful morning. 30th of July, and I'm gathering my notes this evening with just a uh, bushel of peaches at one end of the table. <laughs> Yum. And they smell really good. Red Havens, ready to go. I think they're going to get canned up this weekend. And um, at the other end is uh, full of, full of uh, aromas and celebrating celebration tomatoes. So, and man, did they look good too, Tim. I can uh, maybe see a little BLTs uh, mm-hmm. in the forecast probably. So a little uh, little payoff for a little hard work. Family works together on that uh, <clears throat> garden. It definitely has some family time and some quality time too at the same time. A great crop of blueberries that everybody in the house helped pick a few weeks ago. Fresh jalapenos for pizza and or Mexican, so double yum for sure. But, Tim, not all is happy in the uh, world of gardening, too. Yeah, so, you know, it's been hot, and uh, things things come on because things are eaten, some of the Brussels sprouts, green worms in the broccoli, and the infrequent watering due to my uh, work schedule on the huge tomatoes and no rain in the forecast the last few days made for a nice, heavy wilt. Lower browning foliage, not enough time. Definitely, I need a gardener. So with all that in mind, good morning and welcome. I'm uh, welcoming you to Over the Garden Fence with your host, Andy Waddell, and thanks for growing or joining with us. And yes, the vegetable gardens has some ups and downs, just like landscaping. There's always trials and errors, learning, giving a little more time and effort sure shows a nice harvest. It surely helped that we didn't get a killing frost this year, everybody knock on wood, for the fruit crop. So it's it's a combination of good warm weather. And yes, there's been some saving grace rains to some. 
to a lot of others. We had a very good, nice, nice rain, very seasonal. We had, uh, I think, three to four inches a couple weeks ago and then a couple more inches, but the last few days definitely has been dry. Now, um, maybe is the time to watch that harvest mature and take care of it at the same time. Using triple action, which is basically neem oil, great organic, or your fruit tree spray. Make sure things just ready to go. Like the, the um, pears are so close, Tim. I'm, I keep uh, kind of squeezing them every day, making sure. <laughs> you don't want to pick them too early, whether, right. you know, they feel like cement still, you know. So, um, but <clears throat> there was an... Um, a bite in one of the pears the other night. It was not the dog or a kid. It was definitely the deer that were coming oh. along. So. <laughs> well, they, they want a taste test too. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Again, uh, if you do have a comment or question, 382-4280-1877-382-4280. And we'll continue on with those timely tips, but we like to get to those phone calls and uh, we just uh, kind of missed it. So uh, hopefully that the... Uh, the uh, caller will call back, but again, 382-4280-1877-382-4280. You can also text that comment or question to 80373. Sorry about that, caller. That was, um, <clears throat> I'm, you know, trying to talk and I didn't grab, oh, the, sure. I didn't grab the black <laughs> phone in time. So call back, you know, so I go on and on till I can. But you know what? A lot of vegetable problems occur when stress comes to do infrequent watering. So a lot of times, definitely, we were talking about the large tomatoes last week. They're five, five and a half, six feet tall in the vegetable uh, raised bed. So a lot of times that uh, plant is really wanting a lot of moisture. Giving a good soaking to the ground definitely uh, um, helped with the... Um, the issues with that plant, cleaning up all the brown foliage and giving a good deep root soaking last night. All right. Well, let's uh, head back to the phone right now. Good morning, caller. You're on WKZO. Hey, good morning. Thanks for calling in. Hi, my name is Amy. I called in a couple of weeks ago, but I forgot to ask you a question about my tomatoes. Yeah, Amy. Um, every year I try some different varieties, mm -hmm. and every year I always get tomatoes that have really tough, skins where you bite into it and it tastes really good but you can barely chew the skin part of it and my neighbors don't seem to have that and i'm wondering if it's something that i'm doing oh not no i don't think necessarily no it's not um um going to be due to some a nutrient that you're missing in the ground now you know tomatoes like amy they like calcium so make sure that you're putting like which is a organic calcium nitrate when you're planting a uh, tomato, for sure. That will help in the skin itself. It won't make it thinner or better, but it will make it so it is the most disease-resistant, that the stems at both ends won't rot and turn black on you. But um, mm -hmm. um, my sister just recently, in the early spring, gave us a plant called Celebration and mm -hmm. And or a celebrity, and Amy, I'm going to put my own notes because a lot of times you put the the little tag next to the plant, and the tag's about one inch tall, and the plants are about five feet tall. But I will look this week. Um, it seems to be a very not a huge tomato, but nice, nice and soft. I like to uh, eat tomatoes fresh without anything other than a little salt. And uh, right. those the other night were very easy, um, easy to slice and not thick skin at all. But I will uh, I will do a look 
into the, like a beefsteak or a better boy or um, some of those are very good for uh, just eating or like BLTs. But um, I'll, do, I'll do some research. So where are you planting them? Well, I have about, uh, I tried some sweet 100s for the cherries, which are, mm-hmm. was the first year I've tried those, and they're about seven feet tall right now. I, ha- yeah. I didn't realize they were going to get that tall. And so I've got racks and wires and ropes and strings and everything, and those, those are really good. But again, you bite into them, and the skin, you can barely chew it. Now, the other tomatoes are regular size. They are not ripe yet, so I've got about four or five different varieties, and I have some heirloom tomatoes that actually came up in the ground that I didn't even plant from a tomato that fell off the plant last summer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, I wouldn't... Um, the, the heirlooms sometimes are probably from... You know, we we've, we grow hybrids from those now. So probably I would say maybe that might be the tougher of the skins. But do, don't quote me. But even the Sweet 100s have some uh, um, tough skin on them. I'll do some re- research for you here in the next few days, Amy, and get back with you next Saturday. Perfect. Thank okay. you so much. You bet. Thanks for the call back. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Uh, bye-bye. All right. Appreciate the call, Amy. And uh, let's see if we can't get to our next caller porter good morning you're on wkzo hey good morning can i be of help yeah this is porter i uh put in my tomatoes this year and then uh somebody put some cherry tomatoes in there and they've gotten really big and i mean they're big the bottom of it's like a pop can it's got veins the size of dimes and it's knocking over all my other plants and i've tried staking it up but the thing's like seven eight feet tall now so just like amy Porter, I know that some of those tomato cages look strong when you buy them. I always wondered why a tomato cage is inverted. So the bottom is small and the top is big. And when that um, cherry tomato gets so big, it just topples right over. I was uh, talking to one of my best friends about maybe creating or cutting some like horse fence, something that's strong that you could make a square out of that might be able to hold itself up. Um, in the early spring, I know we're out of them, but that same thickness of horse fence, we stock in a very heavy duty tomato cage and that's what I put on. But I put them on early because now they're they're just engulfed. You can't even see the cage that it's so heavy and those, those have held up, but they're probably that metal is uh, Porter, probably the size of your pinky. So you want to get something oh that's God, probably three eighths maybe quarter to three-eighths to hold that hold that metal up. Could you put a teepee right now of three posts and then do your um, uh, netting around that right now because the plant is so tall, do the three posts, tie them together like a teepee, and um, put put netting around those posts to hold it up maybe? It, it, it's possible. I'm going to have to go to the lumber yard and buy me some, some longer boards because the ones i got in there now are like uh, they're they're probably six foot boards eight foot boards but they go a foot two in the ground and it just it just ain't working yeah yeah well remember underwatering, infrequent watering um how are you watering those plants you wa- uh, water oh. every other day deep water oh, overhead watering no 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 i never get those leaves wet i think that's a bad idea especially with all like you said that mold coming on this year yeah so i would say that keep the plants mulched 
So either with your lawn clippings with cedar mulch, because a lot of times when you are um, watering that plant, it is splashing on the plant, getting more fungus. Same with like squash. Make sure squash is uh, is mulched. A lot of times you'll get powdery mildew very easy by a lot of overhead watering. So um, make your cages thicker. And, uh, Maybe uh, Porter report back to me because uh, if you make something good and heavy duty, I think that tomato might might uh, survive a little better. Uh, work out. I may have text you in a picture next week, uh, week after that to show. You bet. Waddell's dot uh, com for sure. All right. I thank you much. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye bye. Uh, I appreciate the call, Porter. And, of course, if you have a comment or question for Andy this morning, 382-4280-1877-382-4280. Or you could text that comment or question to 80373. Over the Garden Fence on News Radio 590, 106.9 FM, WKZO. We'll be right back. Local news is, like, the most important stuff to me. You know what's going on in your local community. Kalamazoo's official online local news source is WKZO.com. Waddell's Nursery, Florist, and Garden Center has a beautiful selection of furniture for outdoor living areas, and this week it's all 25% off. How about an Adirondack chair for an enjoyable afternoon of reading? Choose from several colors. There's even one that folds for convenient storage. Before the guests arrive, check out some of the eucalyptus wood sets. These sets are made of top-quality eucalyptus wood for years of enjoyment. Another must-have for outdoor garden areas is a bench. Waddell's has many choices of metal benches that are functional as well as decorative. Now's the time to pick out just the right piece of furniture for your deck or patio. But you'll need to hurry. They're on sale while supplies last. You could buy outdoor furniture just about anywhere. But Waddell's carries furniture that will last for years to come, making them a better value compared to so-called bargain furniture. Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center on Texas Drive at the corner of Millam and 12th Street. News Radio 590, 106.9 FM, WKZO, as we continue with this morning's edition of Over the Garden Fence. Your comments and questions are welcome, 382-4280-1877-382-4280, or text that comment or question to 80373. Once again, your host, Andy Waddell. We've had a, a hydrangea show before, you know, we can have a tomato show, yeah, you yeah. know, because... Um, uh, right now, a lot of those tomatoes, too, are getting so big because of the heat, some of the moisture. Um, cleaning out some of that foliage that's hiding the tomato, you go underneath it, holy smokes, mm-hmm. there's a whole bunch of green tomatoes that aren't getting any sunlight. Uh-huh. Clean some of that foliage out. And like I was saying, some of that foliage from infrequent watering sometimes will harden that uh, skin a little bit more, you know, just trying to make it a little tougher, kind of having the plant uh, build resistance. Mm-hmm. So good moisture will make that fruit as uh, as tender as it can be. Um, you know, sometimes it is the variety too at the same time. So um, that's where <laughs> coming up to the next thing is drip irrigation. Uh-huh. So sometimes um, we've seen kits kind of... Um, Take right off because it's a very easy homeowner friendly little weekend project, Tim. Mm-hmm. Even what's at your house now, you don't have to start in the early early spring. Uh, comes with a little kit with the timer. You can run it right off the house. You don't need a plumber or education to put it together. It's all on the box and very easy to do. Same with 
when we're planting. Our landscape crew is um, planting plants, and I will tell you, within days, somebody is calling, wondering, <clears throat> what is wrong with my plants? And it is almost always lack of water. Uh. So drip irrigation, easy to install, saves on water. Can you imagine all day long hitting the wrong plants? Mm. Confidence in your plants that they're getting the care you need. Ah, relax, go on vacation for the weekend. One and done. Turn it on in the spring, turn it off in the fall. So that sounds not too bad. Right. Then the mulching info. I know your friend that's on the opposite weekends. Uh, Jim is a mulch fanatic. You know what? But mulching, I'll tell you, mulch is almost like beating a dead horse. Um, the water issue that will, um, the uh, article we'll talk about in a second um, is just so important right now with it being hot and dry. Um, roots establish when the soil is cool. Fa fiber, fibrous roots grow faster, especially with like mycorrhizal, composted cow manure, and peat moss establish quicker with those roots cool. Keep the weeds, keep the weed whip and the famous lawnmower blight away from the plants. <laughs> mm -hmm. A lot of times there is a plant problem. We ask the customer to show us a picture of the plant on their phone. Yep. They don't take a picture of the trunk to realize, oh, it's been weed whipped or mowed Ooh. forever. Cedar mulch repels bugs, just like cedar chests, cedar closets that you use inside your home. It looks great, smells great, and lasts the longest. Color mulches though, buyer beware. Hmm. Some are pallets ground up and they do not, they are not necessarily nail free. Ooh. They don't say they are. And they are made with a colorant that is not safe for your plants. Oops. Uh, yeah. <laughs> How's that mulch doing? Um, so we had a friend of ours, I'll stop right there for a second, ask me any way you could come over and take a look. Something, something's just not right with the garden. Mm -hmm. And I should have brought this up earlier. We've Planted the plants, got them, got them at Waddell's, um, tested the soil, um, just have no idea. So I went over there, and even from a distance, I didn't even have to go inside the fenced area, Tim. They got some mulch. Hmm. Oh, yeah? Yeah, but they got some fresh mulch from a tree that had just been ground up from a neighborhood tree man that was very nice, gave it to you, but that should go on a path. That sucked all the nutrients right out of those little plants. Oh. There was nothing left of them. The peppers were about eh, that tall. The tomatoes, the same thing. We pulled all the mulch away, used it for the rows where they walk, mm -hmm. hurried up and put some of our nutrients back in and uh, reported bad just last week that that's doing a lot better. Oh, good. So Ooh. just remember, um, sometimes look at what you're purchasing too at the same yeah. time. So there is a difference in mulch. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And there is a difference in watering too. We can take a uh, water... Uh, example and water a three gallon or a five gallon pot for a minute and then actually in about two or three minutes pull it out of the pot you would be very surprised that it's only the top one or two inches that has been soaked it's just an example of deep root watering so next little bit is really Near kind of record-breaking temperatures, I heard, is coming close this week. Yeah, we're you know? going to be back up into the 90s by the yeah. week. Yeah, 95, 96. You know what? Um, water, 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 I'll say. And you know what? Overwatering will be coming up on this because it can look the same way. So watering your plants seems 
like straightforward mundane task. So we end up putting it off until the plants are slumped over, <laughs> begging for a drink. <laughs> Been there, done that. I admit it. <laughs> hey, last call, you know, 2, <laughs> 2 a.m. Hey, I'll take a drink down here, you know. And so the number one plant diagnostic problem with Dell sees during the summer months that the plants have a water issue. They come in looking like a crispy fried wand from Harry Potter. We've all been there. Guilty. Oops, I bought the plant and then dried it out. Over and underwatering are sometimes all guilty of the some point in our green thumb journey. Part of the journey is learning how and when to water, how much water is necessary, what tools that will make it easier, and what signs that your plant is trying to convey to you. I've talked to you many times that hydrangeas will actually talk to you. They will wilt um, fairly easy mm. and tell you right away that I'm thirsty. Some of that might just be the heat of the day this week. Yeah, It might have a wilt even with those roots uh, moist. But keep them moist. They'll pop back. Um, really, you water a hydrangea in the afternoon that's wilting, by nightfall, it has already popped back that fast. Yep, yep. So let's start with a how to identify a thirsty plant. Depending on the plant, it may have different signals uh, that it needs a drink. Annuals and perennials tend to look wilted, and the leaves look less plump. Larger tree and shrubs may not show signs of dehydration until a good watering is long overdue. Certain plants like succulents will start looking shriveled up. Hydrangeas a lot of times will curl and dry right up. <clears throat> we water our hydrangeas probably seven times a week. We water them when we're not there on Sundays automatically. Mm -hmm. And so the same thing, check your plant. Is your irrigation? Sometimes somebody say, oh yeah, it's hitting it. And so do the famous little rain gauge, put it next to your plant, have your irrigation run, Look at it the next morning and realize, Tim, that, oops, hit my lawn oh. <laughs> or my house, not the plant. If you pour a little water on what appears to be dry soil and it sucks it right up, it needs water. If the soil looks darker and damp, you pour a little water and it tends to pool before it absorbs. That means there's plenty of moisture already present. We've, we've talked many times about doing the hand method. You can easily feel the soil. What is in my soil when before I water, going down there and bringing up bone dry dust, nice mm -hmm. moist soil, or a bunch of mud. <laughs> oh. A combination of uh, all of them that's at right. one point in time. That's right. Yes. That's right. So we can take a break in a I've... second, but I'll tell you, um, out watering in the yard the other night, we had some special guests that uh, um, that are very beneficial. I'll put it that way in our okay. yard. All right. We'll talk about that. And of course, your comments and questions are welcome. 382-4280-1877-382-4280. We'll be right back. Home when you're listening to Detroit Tigers baseball. Been the home of the Tigers for over 75 years. 590 and 106.9 FM. WKZO. Want to know how you can have loads of blooms in your landscape without spending loads of time taking care of the plants? The plant experts at Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center have dozens of Easy Care Hydrangea shrubs for loads of color. And this week, during Waddell's Heavenly Hydrangea event, get $10 off each one. A favorite you'll want to add to your landscape is a Blue Jangles Hydrangea. Blue Jangles is a great combination of beauty and hardiness. It's disease resistant and is a prolific bloomer. Plus, you can save $10 on each one this week. 
or get little lime and enjoy the light green blooms in summer, which then turn pink and burgundy in the fall. Want a hydrangea for a smaller spot? Try a Firelight Tidbit. It only gets two to three foot tall and wide. For a real showstopper, get LA Dreamin' Hydrangeas. They're full of pink, purple, and blue blooms, all on the same plant. And they're also $10 off right now. Come visit the hydrangea specialists at Waddell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center. To encourage wild birds to stick around your outdoor living area, you'll need to provide their three basic needs, food, water, and shelter. And the best way to keep them close to your landscape is to give them their favorite foods. Woodells carries 16 different varieties of the best quality bird seed around, and because of the large volume they buy, they can offer you the best prices too. Many birds, such as finches, look their prettiest this time of year with their vibrant summer plumage. This week, Finch's Feast is on sale. Get the 10-pound bag for $16.88 or the 20-pound bag for only $32.88. A favorite of many birds, including woodpeckers, is suet. This week, Nutty Butter Suet Cakes are on sale, $1.49 each, or a case of 12 for $17.48. All hummingbird and oriole feeders are 25% off, including the Aspects feeders with a lifetime warranty. Woodell's Nursery Florist and Garden Center, the Kalamazoo area's bird feeding headquarters for 76 years. News Radio 590, 106.9 FM, WKZO, as we continue with this morning's edition of Over the Garden Fence. 382-4280-1877-382-4280 are the numbers. Or you could text that comment or question to 80373. Once again, your host, Andy Waddell. Yeah, thank you, everybody. And um, Tim, before I move on to our special guest, can I thank some special guests? Absolutely. You bet. So last week we had a uh, our first time we had a standard flower show from the oh, national yeah. garden council and uh the kalamazoo garden council helped put it on and i just wanted to thank all the people ladies and men uh, that did a ton of work getting it all set up it was really neat awesome. there was over 200 awards that were presented wow. and it was uh really neat to see from the single flower to the arrangement to a whole tea setting to a whole ensemble all done in your garden, not florist, wow. but things from your garden. So really neat awesome. settings from the United States to Australia. You know, really pretty awesome. cool. So it was kind of nice to um, uh, be part of that. So the other night, Tim, I was, um, I can't go in without pulling a weed <laughs> or 10. Right, yeah. <laughs> yep. yep. So we're out cleaning and it's, it's you're, you're, Almost starting to swat the mosquitoes. It's that close. It's yeah. almost dusk. You know, um, the skeeters are coming out, and above us was no. It was not uh, your birds, but it the the air was loaded with bats. Oh, and I was trying to figure out where they were coming from, thinking maybe it's coming from the the chimney. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but actually, they were coming from one of the big sugar maples um, near the house. And so even though people find bats to kind of be creepy, and they're kind of creepy when they're in your house. That's what usually <laughs> you're swanting it, tennis, tennis right. racket, um, somebody get the fishnet. Um, they really can be very beneficial to the environment. Bats can consume thousands of insects in a single evening. So 
Eli's in the hot tub and we kind of look up and it's kind of surrounded. Probably they're seeing the bugs mm -hmm. are seeing the warmth off the hot tub, which the bats are getting the bugs from, which it was kind of <laughs> cool. You know, it's kind of that circle life. So, That's right. That's um, right. Consuming thousands of insects in a single evening, and they uh, and consume pests that destroy fruit and the vegetables. So here are a few tips to attract bats to your yard. Okay. So maybe to install a bat house. Um, installing a bat house, they'd be in their house instead of your house. <laughs> right. Bat houses should be installed on a structure that is at least fifteen feet tall. Plant night blooming fragrant plants, herbs. Moonflower, yucca, evening primrose that are great to attract bats. Have a water source. Bats eat almost their full body weight every night, and they also lose half their body weight in a single day. So wow. kind of cool to have the bats around. Yes, um, yes, they are. My last house, Tim, we could not get it sealed up. Um, there was a a nice attic fan. So at night, instead of air conditioning, shut all the light or shut all the windows except a couple bedroom windows. Mm -hmm. Turn the attic fan on and suck all the beautiful, nice, cool air in for the night. So you have a cool breeze instead of having air conditioning. No problem. But when the fan shut off, the louvers were still open. And before the louvers would shut, in go the bats. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you... <laughs> And you usually don't find out until they're flying over your face in the evening. So, <laughs> Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So those are just uh, maybe a few pluses to those to those bats. Okay. Yeah. Um, you going on vacation this year? Uh, well, I've had some time off already. Yeah. Uh, if we have a round two, well, that's to be determined yet. So, um... Oh, we got a caller too. Yeah. So we uh, want to go with that first. You, you bet. Right. Well, let's go uh, head to the phone. Then Fran, good morning. You're on WKCO. Fran, good, good morning. morning. How can good I be morning. of help? Okay. Good morning, Andy. I'm calling because I have a problem with chipmunks digging in my flower pots outside. Mm -hmm. And I wondered, is there something that actually works to keep them out? So, yes, there is a... Um, a mace product that is meant for small rodents, including squirrels and chipmunks. It will not hurt the plant, and you could spray it on the actual pot on the soil and not hurt the plant. It is oh. an egg base that has got cinnamon and castor oil and garlic and rosemary to extremes. So it is oh. not a it's not a poison, it's an organic that works very good that we just started carrying the whole line of mace products from deer all the way down to that chipmunk. So it works. Okay. Yep. Um option two, I'm having chipmunk terrible problems. And we do have snap traps. I'm not trying to rid the rodent, but they want to go up into the side of my siding of my house, ma'am. And so then they start uh. becoming a rodent. And so <clears throat> I know a little peanut butter and um, a good, some of the bigger ones mixed with a little bird seed, sometimes we'll, we'll draw them in. And you can also do live traps and then uh, rid them out in the country if you want to do that. I'm just trying to think of the three ways that you can help with that, uh, with that pot problem. Okay. Now, is what's, in, are... what's in the pots, though? Why are they, why are, so may I ask, is it vegetables? No, no. They just dig up. I have like um, hibiscus plants. I have zinnias. I have just 
all kinds, gar- um, geranium. But they go and they dig. I think they like the. It seems like they like it. The soil. They're they're very active when it's drier outside. Yeah. Are they burying a walnut? <laughs> I'm just sometimes wondering. they do that in the fall. Yeah. They'll get in the pots and in the spring I'll find all kinds of like I guess my neighbors feed them because there are peanut shell peanuts in there, all kinds of things. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So try that mace. You'd be, you'd be surprised. I would not necessarily spray it on the plant itself. It's not going to hurt the plant at all, but do it on a day when it's um, under 72 degrees if you're going to spray it on the plant. But you can coat the pot and the soil around it. I bet you'd have really good luck at repelling them. Oh, great. Now, is it just called organic mace? It's, it's a mace, M-A-Z-E product that we sell at the store. Okay. So, so there's deer mace and there's one for small rodents like squirrel and chipmunk and rabbit that we have. Okay. And it's just for rodent, M-A-Z as in zebra. Yep. yep. Right. Okay. Got it. All right. Thank you very okay. much. Okay. All right. Good luck, Fran. Thank you. I Bye. appreciate the call, Fran. And let's uh, switch lines. Say good morning to Phyllis. You're on WKZO. Hey, Phyllis. How's your day? Very well so far. Thank you. Um, I have a question about getting rid of lily of the valley <laughs> uh, it, it's uh, it's taking over the whole yard yeah. um i have some along the um i got to turn my radio down so phyllis lily, lily of the valley i have it, oh. I have it along uh, a cyclone fence mm-hmm. and it is um i want to i want to I think I want to spray it with Roundup in order to just really totally clean up that whole area so that I can put in some sweet peas. Mm-hmm. My now, do I have to wait six months before I can put my seed down? Yeah, and I wouldn't use Roundup. I would probably use, if you want it, because probably Lily the Valley, the Roundup would probably what I'd call make it sick or make it where it would die back, but it probably wouldn't kill all those roots. I bet you'd see one plant die and two more come up. So I might use a product called um, Kills All or Decimate. It is, both of those products are made by Fertilome at the store, and it is something that you could turn around and plant once that is gone. I'd say this. Now, in what length of time? Oh no! Something you sweet sweet pea. I don't know if you'd even. You're talking about the vine that's the um, blue and pink flowers in the summertime. Sweet pea, right? Yeah, right. Let me know. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Now, if you have the seed, you could probably plant it this fall. I don't know if you'd find the seed. That's my maybe where you'd end oh, up. I have I have the seed. Oh yeah. I already have some on a different place. On it's a long fence. Yeah, yeah. And I do, and it's making pods right now. There you go. So I can I can take those pods, but I I wondered you know I, so I know I can transfer it down further down the way. But you bet. Lily, the valley is just. I keep pulling it. Um, how do I get rid of it? So that's that's the spray. So, Phyllis, we're going to have to end off the air, but I'd say using that Fertilone Kills All will take care of that. You might have to paint it on the foliage, and then uh, you can still plant that sweet pea seed this fall. So, but I can't, I can't spray it. I, I really have to. If you have it mixed into other plants, if you have to where you can sp- uh, spray it along no. the chain fence. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hang on a second. I'll help you finish. 
right, just hang on the line, Phyllis, and we'll, uh, Andy will be right back with you. We have to uh, part ways. Thanks for tuning in this morning to today's edition of Over the Garden Fence on WKZO.